watch this. It's taken us a while, but we've reached film two of three out of this year's Trilogy of Terror. And this one's probably the newest great horror movie to come along as it came out this past summer. This week we're watching Nope with me. I have Andrew. Yep. And Melissa. Hello. Nope premiered on July 18th, 2022 at the TCL Chinese Theater in Los Angeles and released to the public on July 22nd, 2022. It was written and directed by Jordan Peele and it stars Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, Stephen Yun, Michael Wincott, and Brandon Perea. In this movie, two horse-wrangling siblings attempt to prove the existence of a UFO, only for things to get much weirder. And I'm going to read the critics' consensus. Admirable for its originality and ambition, even when its reach exceeds its grasp, Nope adds Spielbergian spectacle to Jordan, Jordan Peele's growing arsenal. As always, if you want to watch along with us, then you can go over to Just Watch to find out where you can buy, rent, or stream the movie in your area. This time you'll need to have the movie at the very start, namely the 000 timestamp, and when I give the countdown and say now, then press play and you should be synced with us. Alright, what do you think of us doing Nope? Very hyped for this one. Yeah, um, I've never heard of it, so uh, interesting. Um, you. Wait, you're telling me you've never heard of Nope? Nope. <laughs> um, had that one coming. You did have that one coming. Yeah. So, um, Riley and Nick aren't here, but they've both seen it before. Um, we, um, if anyone listens to Andrew's podcast, Rock of Ages, we had to cut um rec- we had to cut the recording of um his ep- episode on Queens of the Stone Age's songs for the deaf uh short because um uh because she wanted to watch Nope with her family and uh we recorded the rest of the episode another day and uh and, like she loved it and uh Nick also saw it um he it's unfortunate he's too busy for us right now, but um, he's, he did have this to say on Letterboxd. I will give Gordy's home this. At least it wasn't as bad as the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I guess uh, that joke will be explained after I uh, watch this movie. Yep. Nope, it will not. You're probably right. Anyway, and, and who wants to watch the movie? Anybody ready now? Nope. Possibly. <laughs> as ready as it'll be. As uh, ready as I'll ever be. Uh, it's like a... a ki- like, wait, I just came up with an idea. I just came up with something. Um, uh, Possibly is chaotic neutral nope. <laughs> Perhaps. Oh, that's my, my sister's chaotic good. So I can't say much. Okay, um, everybody ready now? Let's, let's do this. Three, two, one, now. Three, two, one, nope. <laughs> That's what you should have let, let in with. So, um... So you can see the um Uh I'm no Einstein, but I'm pretty sure that doesn't spell nope. <laughs> um so like 
I, I started at the beginning because, like, the audio from the movie is playing uh, over these mm. logos. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, this. Too bad this Riley looks, and Nick are This looks here. interesting. Yeah. Too bad Riley and Nick aren't here to witness this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I will cast a bobble of filth at you, make you vile, and make you a spectacle. Nam 3 6. So, uh, this isn't how any of us expected the movie to start. Um... Nope. It isn't. <laughs> Good grief, it's a running gag. Yeah. This is gonna be a running gag for the whole episode. Mm -hmm. Um, so we we didn't expect to see like a, a, a chimpanzee on the set of a, a TV show. Why not? One day I'll be on set. Oh shoot, my <sighs> yep. my mic just decided to cut me off. Anyways, I I'm gonna be on set on TV show someday soon. Oh wait, is that that body? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, like, that was, oh my. <laughs> but, oh, there's a so, live person in there. So it looks like this house is in the middle of a field. There's there's someone there, a tractor. He lives in a shack in a field in a shack. Mm -hmm. It looks like hay, probably lives in a barn. Yeah, if this is the um so we these are the this is the main characters family. Um these this is a family of uh uh they they are like a horse wrangler. Um this is a family It's of called horse a ranch. Ah. It's a ranch, a, a horse ranch and uh like they like in a California gulch and this is the family of Daniel Kluya and Kiki Palmer's characters. Anyway, um but not like you know, when I first saw the, when I first saw the trailer, I always thought I I just thought this was gonna be like a, a heartwarming story about a black family owning a horse ranch, and then all the horror stuff happened. Yeah, Jordan Peele is uh, fond of subverting your expectations, but he has a I mean he he I mean actually... they're just horsing around. Yeah, he actually collaborated with uh, Henry Selleck on a new movie on Netflix called Wendell and Wild. I'm pretty. I think I heard that one. Yeah, I'm pretty hyped for that one. Yeah. Me like, too. It's Henry Selleck's first movie since Coraline, and it's uh, wow. it's David. What's with the What's oh, with the 13 Coraline. year gap? Oh, I don't know. Probably like. You need stop 13 motion. years to think more ideas. Yeah. No. Uh, stop. Stop motion is very, very time-consuming, so that probably has something to do with it. Uh, I mm. should also point out that Keith David also played uh, Dr. Facilier in The Princess and the Frog, which we've done before. And I should he... also like to note that Keith David also voices King Andreas in Amphibia, which also has to do with frogs. I, I guess he got friends on the other side of the film set. Yeah, or, mm. or he just keeps getting typecast into frog-related roles. Uh, he's probably... I, I I wouldn't be surprised if he showed up on, like, the Muppets Mayhem show, the Electric Mayhem spinoff, uh, where, um, it, where he basically, um... Where, where he basically, um... 
Yeah. I, I mean, even though Kermit isn't on that, it doesn't seem to be on that show. Yet. Yet. It doesn't seem to be on it yet. The keyword is yet. Because we don't know <laughs> anything other than the fact that Taj Mahari and uh, uh, Lily Singh are in it and some other people. Let me, who else is in it? Um, ah, yes, because when I think of Electric Mayhem, one of the greatest rock and roll bands to ever exist, I think of Lily Singh. Who wants to bet that Lily Singh is going to play an influencer who wants to modernize Electric Mayhem sound? Um, Me. I don't know. Um, I'll bet on it. <laughs> uh, she Actually, she's playing an A&R executive who uh, must deal with the madness be caused by the Electric Mayhem. Well, oh. she's, an ex she's an executive. She wants to change their sound. That's what executives like to do. They want to pop things up instead yeah. of that satanic rock music. <laughs> well, I... Only the most satanic for you. Yeah, like, I, I mean, it can't... at least it's not, um, I, I mean, it's probably still like, um, I don't know, I just want to try and figure out, uh, figure Heinz baked beans into this, um, for the, the uninitiated, um... Mm. Andrew's podcast, we, we recently did an episode on the Who's album, The Who's Sellout, which contains a one-minute song about Heinz Baked Beans. And it is one of the greatest achievements in music history. And I will die on that hill. Yeah, it it is interesting. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. I have no idea <laughs> why. Oh, that reminds me Why of not? Why so? That's the better question. Hmm. So, so, killer stuck a key up the horse's butt? Nope. Nope. Apparently not. Um, we got a title title card, people. Yeah! I, I'm gonna send uh, a shitty movie detail to uh, Riley. Um... It says, uh, in Nope, Onus Senior dies after an alien shits on him. Spoilers. Spoilers? Come on, I've never seen it before. I mean, that, I mean, we did, I mean, we did just watch his character get killed, and, uh... True. Yeah. True, but it looks like he got stabbed in the eye or something. It doesn't look like he got shat on. Yeah, I mean it's a joke. Um, like hmm. um, it, it just, I mean it, a it, it like a nickel fell from the sky and just fell at like a high enough, fell at a fast enough capacity that like it pierced his brain. So that's yeah. how it went out. Objects falling from a very tall height can do that. Yeah. You're not. And here we witness the birth of film, the literal birth of film. Like, like, if you've ever been to film school, you've learned about this thing. We just learned about. I, we were just talking about yep, this last yep, week. I, I, I remember the analysis. Yes. Yep. First some guy. Learned. Yeah. Some guy bet with like the governor of California that a horse uh, had all of its feet off the ground while it was galloping, mm -hmm. and so. The guy did this experiment, 
to see if he was right that horses do have all their feet off the ground and it turns out he was right not in the way very... we thought it was and this is all the way back in 1878 yeah like through like um, cinema started from a bet ladies and gentlemen and like if so, like, this, in a way, this is bringing, like, the whole industry of moving pictures full circle. Because, like, it just... Like, I, I should also mention, like, uh, that, um... Uh... uh I, I'm uh, just, uh... Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, my mom's texting me. Uh, Understandable. Mm. So what what's going on in this scene? Uh, so um, uh, that's what I was gonna explain. Um, so the main siblings are um, like these are actually the descendants of like the guy in the, the of the jockey like in this universe. Nice. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, it's all. No offense, guys, but this this episode's kind of boring because it's only the three of us, and we're not the best conversationalists. Yeah. I, I mean, I could talk on hours on end, but yeah, you know, I, um, I yeah, like I don't want to take over. That's what happens when like you delay an episode on, to a point where nobody can come, and, except for the three of us. And like, yeah. I mean, I would have got. Us? Three. Sorry. Go. I mean, I mean, <laughs> Riley and Nick did see this, but uh, they're not. There's they're, no way they're gonna. Riley, Riley isn't gonna be available all week, and Nick hasn't been available this entire school year. Yeah, I mean, and you you have plenty of other film friends, but they they aren't willing to commit two hours of their life. Um, but I mean. One of them, I mean, some of them might show up, and uh, we could always get uh, Riley to bring some of her pals on who aren't uh, and, uh, Isaiah. Quote unquote, convince people if you really want. <laughs> quote unquote. I, I, like, it's not like I'm going to gaslight anybody, but. Uh... I mean, you could, but that's not in your character. Yeah, I mean. That's like it, keep girl boss. <laughs> sorry, then. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, it's it's all good. I have been known to gaslight keep keep and girl boss in my spare time. Mm. Mood. Mood. I'm. I'm a bit. Of, I'm a bit more of a girl bosser. I mean, I I've I've been engaging a little bit of girl bossing at my work. Because like we've gotten we got an influx, we got an influx of new people and I was just guiding them like not to put too much not to pour too much soda out when it foams and yeah. um, just guiding them to guiding them where like options are on the electric register on like that little <laughs> tablet register. I think we're all girl bosses. Yeah. Yeah, we all girl boss in the heat of passion, Jimbo. <laughs> we all girl boss in the heat of passion. 
Uh, put, no put your hands in the center if you got that girl boss swag. <laughs> Centering my hands. No takers? Okay. I uh, guess I'm the I, only girl boss. I, I said I'm centering my hands. <laughs> okay. I, mean, I, you, I didn't hear you. You can't really see me, but I did it. Alright. <laughs> yeah, we can't see each other. That's, that's the problem. We could easily see each other, though, if we sent pictures of ourselves to each other. That way we could all know what we look like. Yeah, wait. Well, he knows what I look like. Yeah, but we... I mean... We we've still we should plan. I mean, we we could always plan to um meet up like um the move like the Mario movie comes out on Good Friday, the day of. So like, I could easily get um some friend get some of my uh some of the friends who live away to um come over for the weekend and the Easter weekend, and we could go all see the Mario movie in suits and tiny top hats. <laughs> by by friends who live far away, she means me and Riley. Maybe Nick. If uh, maybe that's a that's a big maybe though. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, right now, you, me, Riley, we are the unstoppable trio. The tres hombres. Mm -hmm. And then, like, maybe one day I'll be part of the unstoppable trio. Maybe one day. The Trace Hombres you're, plus Melissa. And, you're, uh, yeah, you're already part of the Unstoppable uh, Trio plus one. Uh, or plus two if uh, Isaiah were to come along. I mean, he and Riley live in the same area. It's possible. Yeah, we, even Wyatt could come along from another of her, her friends. Uh, I love the balloon things that my sister wanted. My sister was like, can I buy that? And she <laughs> waving. Those balloon things. Wacky waving and Wacky waving from alarm. Thank you, man. <laughs> Brain cell twin. Yeah, I, we, I, I can say that, say that all in one breath, but, uh, um, my mom has, has trouble remembering it. Oh, uh, makes sense. Uh. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. I'm available to man. My sister wanted me to I... buy one. My sister wanted me to buy one, and I said no, it's too expensive. Hmm. I remember seeing those things all the way back in California. <laughs> I never I thought that people remembered those things, but I'm glad they do. Mm -hmm. Um, I gotta say, um, I just wonder how the camera worked for that angle and everything, because. They clearly took tent camera there for that angle because Yeah, it's rare you see like you it's rare you see like a camera make a whole like three sixty degree uh rotation. Very, very But like that the car scene there, I'm just wondering how did they mount the camera? As a film student I'm just wondering that. Mm, yeah. A lot of they moved it very carefully, Melissa. Like, I know why they did it there, but I don't know how they did it there. Yay. <laughs> One day you'll learn. One day I know that you'll be there. Mm -hmm. One of these days. One of these nights. 
One of these crazy nights. One day. Oh, look at that. That nice little shot of the out, the Port of Johns. That was definitely a necessary shot in this movie. That's a cowboy shot. That's a full shot. Uh, that's that's that over the shoulder shot. Nice, oh. nice one. That's a. It's a combination. That one was just a combination of over the shoulder and a full body shot, like high angle, low angle. You can mix it up. Just mix it up. And make some, make some nice, make something nice and invigorating. And uh, oh, uh, oh, it's just. You had um, an assignment for that. You don't, you know, you don't need to look at your phone every time you get a text message. I mean, it's not a text. It was like a Facebook uh, message. Um. Facebook, you. Yeah, like like that poster. Like you just saw that poster. That's true. They think it's holes. One thing I do like about Facebook, though, is do remind us about people's birthdays. When it is their birthday, like say happy birthday to this person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not sure if uh, if people are just remembering my birthday or it's they're only remembering because Facebook told them. <laughs> oh, I don't remember birthdays in like 15 years. So. What would happen if Facebook just stopped telling people to say happy birthday? Then... All at war will happen. All <laughs> at war. Or the world would just so... continue turning and like you wouldn't, like you just have to manually remember everybody's birthdays and shit and whatever. Well, don't worry. I remember your birthday. It's either January 30th or 31st. Um, it's the 31st. 31st. And yours is so, July, July 30th or something? July 30th, right on the nails. So your birthday is like half a year from mine. Yeah. Oh, hey. That is cool. Imagine. Look at that. Would you look at that mad magazine? Alfred E. Newman looks just like that chimp from the beginning. What yeah. does it mean? Well, um, let me explain. Uh, this guy, uh, Stephen Yun's character, was on that show as a kid. And he what show? The show, like the the show we just, that was in the beginning, Gordy's Home. Just like this innocuous little sitcom about a family that owns a chimpanzee, and uh, uh, look at the secret so, Gordy room. Oh, uh, so it's a, a chimpanzee, you know, just a kind of classic movie. <laughs> uh, so it, it all it's coming together just a little bit, kinda. Yeah. These little these little random bits in the beginning will lend themselves well to like um, climax or so. The chimpanzee is the killer all along. The chimpanzee was secretly the alien this whole time. Exactly. Uh. Uh, the the real chimpanzee was the friends we made along the way. The real chimpanzee was the horses we tracked their movements to see if they lifted their feet when they galloped along the way. That was a freaking horrible joke. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's yeah, it's okay. We're we're not no the best conversationalists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, right now, um, for someone who never watched a movie yet, I'm right now, by the conversation, I think Chimpanzee is the alien. 
Congratulations, Jimbezzy. You got a new role. Jimbezzy, congratulations. Look at that! I, that I is the shoe. That is that looks like the shoe that the chimp wore on set. Yeah. Therefore, the chimpanzee is the alien. Therefore, bam. Or is that guy the alien? Because he has the shoe. And uh, maybe God himself. And then he transformed to the chimpanzee. Maybe you're the alien, Melissa. Maybe we are all what? the alien. We are all the alien. And uh, Scrappy-Doo was found dead in Miami. And God, what am I saying? <laughs> You're saying that Scrappy-Doo has been found dead in Miami. Obviously. <laughs> really? Why really? is that fun? Why is that so funny? Like, just, just, just a way... Like, just, just saying Scrappy-Doo has been found dead in Miami. <laughs> You can do that with a lot of characters. Uh, let me show you. Uh, Chowder has been found dead in Miami. <laughs> that reminds me of Cheddar from uh, the indie game I was in. I remember Cheddar. <laughs> Cheddar, the dog. The robot dog. That's interesting. Oh, I have another one. Elmo has been found dead in Miami. <laughs> Elmo is found dead. Uh, I'm gonna connect it to this movie. Uh, Otis Senior has been found dead in Miami. The, uh, Otis Senior being uh, Keith David's character from the beginning. Oh, no, no. So Keith David's already dead. Uh, no, hopefully not. But uh, I, but okay. Leslie Jordan did die recently. Um, Leslie Wait, Jordan got, being a an actor story. from. Uh, if I'm American being honest, I. If I'm being honest, this is the first day I've ever heard of Leslie Jordan. I mean, it's sad that he died, but I have no idea what he's been in. Um, American Horror Story, uh, that show Call Me Cat. I mean, I mostly know him because he's occasionally a guest panelist on The Masked Singer. And he uh. held an episode before he died, and it's going to air soon someday. It's going to air soon. All right. Imagine. Like, Imagine rest in airing, peace, but still. Yeah. I looked up his Wikipedia credit. Apparently he was on an episode of Shake It Up, and I don't remember that. Shake it up, shake it up. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember that episode either, but, uh, I, I mm. think, uh... He was also in an episode of KC Undercover, which, just like Shake It Up, also featured Zendaya. Zendaya Queen. Man, what what character development? She starts off from like these Disney shows like Shake It Up and Casey Undercover and and now she's like the main female character in Spider Man and she's getting all these big hits with Euphoria and Dune. She's she's having a great career right now. And plus she's Michi. She is. She really is. Z Zendaya is Michi. Yeah. I'm so glad you you talked about that. Uh, that no that's a classic that video. No clue. Uh, it, it's a video some guy made um in like um like when the movie Smallfoot came out 
um, some guy walked, found these posters where it was like, per person is character, and he made a little song about it. Person is character, And like, I remember when like, um, when when she went when Zendaya won an Emmy for Euphoria, and she um, like somebody posted on Tumblr saying, uh, Zendaya is an Oscar winner with like an edited image from the Michi video. <laughs> and and somebody was like, I hate being informed about recent events like this. <laughs> oh my. I'm spontaneously chewing gum right now because I can. Um. Hopefully the chewing doesn't annoy you guys too much. Uh, it doesn't bother me, but I mean, as long as it's not being cracked in within like several feet of me, <laughs> and then I, I I won't be able to stand that. It'll just. Ghost. No, no. I thought this movie was called No. Uh, this is probably a different act. Hmm. This is a weird movie. Is this the act where we find out if Zendaya is Michi? Huh? Maybe. I mean, you're hmm. not wrong. He is a I, I take it that White Horse's name is Ghost. And, um, no, his name is Porkchop, obviously. Actually, mm. actually, it's, um, actually, it's Becky. <laughs> I would have guessed Steve. I mean, maybe it's the name is House or something, because there's a house in the background. What's going on in the house? Oh, look at that. She, she's a vinyl and girl. I like that. Oh, the horse got out of the pen again. He got out of the pen again. Eh, not suspicious at all. Horses do that all the time. Sussy. Sussy baka. Walt, I don't know, man. You've been seeing pretty sus lately. It seems like we got an imposter among us. Imposter. Imposter. Italians be like, imposter. Imposter, imposter. They're a bit saucy. They're a bit too saucy for that. Saucy. I see what you did there. Sussy, um... Saucy... Saucy Mitabala. Sussy, um... Su uh, sauce. Get lost in the sauce. Oh, um, the... Some of my creation pals, we were playing this game called Secret Hitler, where, like, um... I know. Without me. Sadly. Yeah. I'm not creation, but still. Without me. Yeah, but, um, it's actually interesting. So, like, it's one of those card games. One person is Hitler, and, uh, two per- is secretly Hitler, and two people are, um, fascists, and, like, everybody hmm. else is liberals, and they have to, like, try to, um, uh, I, I try to, like, get 
try to like we have to vote e vote each other and uh it sounds like a game that jordan peterson would come up with no um okay um it's a social deduction Ooh. it's a um it's a social deduction continue um like sees players divided into two teams the liberals and the fascists um so um hmm. And like um, at the start of each round, the player to the left of the previous president becomes the new president. Uh, this is a lot of information, uh, but there it is on Wikipedia. Hmm. Oh, I, I watched too many people play it on YouTube that I know exactly what to do. Looks like things are getting pretty sussy here. Huh? I mean, which which cruise ship are we on? Medora? Um, I don't know. I have, I have no idea where this conversation has gone right now. Yeah. I'm talking I'm about the movie. You guys were talking about aliens earlier. So what spaceship are we oh, on? Oh, aliens are... Oh, aliens are coming. And they're getting your electricity. Ah, oh, why? The, what is... Oh, not the electricity. Electricity. That's right, Electricity. Uh, what about this animal? What about our pet animal? He cuts, uh, she cuts it open. Oh no, just boil guts and stuff. Oh wait, look, there's wires. Let's call this one a maybe. The aliens are here, and they have come for your gaze. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just dawned on me. I think every single person on my podcast is not straight. There's um, not a single heterosexual person I, 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 on the podcast. Holy. I'm Pam. Um, that counts. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of biromantic and ace. Alright. It's settled then. No one on Rock of Ages is straight. And that's a fact that I'm proud of. Oh, well. Yeah, I think I say this as a bisexual man. Yeah, I think I convince someone, uh, another bi person to join. I remember you said, um, like, uh, your, uh, your, um, review of, um, that, uh, of Shrek said, I'm bisexual now, and it might be because of Shrek. Okay, because but let me give you the, let me give you the full story. So, um, it was like between May 31st and June 1st. And the album we were doing for my broadcast was um, Montero by Lil Nas X. I did not want to do this album. I did not want to do it at all. Oh. I would have rather lived in blissful ignorance than listen to Montero. I'm sorry, but it was true. Because it just, it didn't have to do with my rock podcast. But... I wound up listening to it anyway. And then I fell asleep like halfway through the album. Oh. But, but when I woke up, I suddenly had a major revelation of myself that I am bisexual. So in a way, Will, I have to thank Lil Nas X for making me bisexual. Congratulations. Uh, you're, he's, like, no, he can, you like, made it double bisexual. Yeah, gay, 
like gay people can cause like sp spiritual sexual awakenings in um people yeah um, and then and the next day we excuse me for a second Okay, um, alright. Hey, it's, uh, uh, uh no, some more, uh, alien-type stuff. Like, this is, like, an alien-themed electronic store. And then, uh, God, um. The electronic store of aliens is the most powerful one in all the land. And I'm back. So the next day we went, we went to, uh, all right. So I went to, I went on vacation with my family. We uh, decided to put on Amazon Prime in our hotel room. And one of the movies we decided to put on was Shrek. That also made me realize that I'm bisexual. Nice. Two, two forms of realization. Hmm. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I mean, I realized I was ace when, um, I realized I was ace when I, uh, when I, was, when I saw Todd from BoJack. Todd? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, I was going to say, that was probably a lot of people's, uh, re realizations that they were ace because Todd. I don't, I don't yeah. remember, like, when I realized I was biromantic, I, I, Enjoy. I don't remember what made me realize I was biromantic. I'm mm. gonna have to remember this for my. I'm probably gonna have to like lie about it for my autobiography. I'll probably say like indie rock music or like like girls with short hair. Hey, you guys have like actually good stories, and then me, I'm just here like, oh yeah, I had I had a crush on people. So many people at, at a young age that is just like I realize it's not just gender; it's the personality that I that I even kept for. Yeah, I, I'm also attracted <laughs> to personalities. Like, like if if someone has like a, I I'm more attracted to people who have like um who are who just like wisecracking and just enjoy memes and stuff and like are quick with jokes and yeah i i i i like the uh, the pretty face but i'll take someone who uh, who in, who enjoys memes has a nice personality shares my same interests unfortunately they're very hard to come by in my area ah uh, yes the the ones you look for is always the ones that's the hardest to come by in your area. Yeah, right? the people, the only people who I can find who are similar to me in in what I like and like what our definitions of funny are. The the only place where I can find those people is on the internet. It's you guys. Yeah, that that's how I feel like some of my people. Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like um, like. I feel like come. I feel like doing something. Have you ever heard of the movie The Odd Life of Timothy Green? I yeah, I do know that one. It's about the the uh, the movie where that this uh, infertile couple wishes upon a a flower and then that plant comes to life as a child. Well, actually, um, they 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 make um 
they put down all the things they wish for their kid if they ever have one and they put them in a box bury it and that box becomes a kid named timothy green oh wow that yeah. and i what? and the and the DVD I have of it has, like, a music video from Glenn Hansard, the guy who wrote most of the songs from Once. Ah, uh, that Once. Yeah, but, um, yeah, but, I mean, Falling Slowly is a really good song, and all the other songs are just really nice. Did you know that The Odd Life of Timothy Green is the first movie that the Nostalgia Critic did in his revival series, beginning in 2013. Hmm. And by revival series, I mean just continuing with new episodes after six months of ending the series. Yeah, I remember... Yeah, I, I remember when Siva Gunner um, ended for a bit. They quote-unquote ended. They had, like, a bunch... They had, like, a big finale, like, ending with, like, this nice little 8-bit... Um, this nice little 8-bit um, video where, like, the granddad walked across the, across, like, a landscape, and then it ended with Siva, um, going to sleep because he, um, made the final, because he made the highest quality rip, and, like, then, like, the Christmas comeback crisis happened, and, like, uh, in the according to the lore, the Siva Gunner channel is still stuck in Christmas 2016, even though like new memes and new jokes like time-wise, and they still haven't finished a Christmas comeback crisis with just two episodes to go. Wow. Wow. Like Siva Gunner has like a long tricky rabbit hole. Um, mm. I yeah. bet. Um, this is why I've never really bothered in in thinking of Siva Gunner, because it's long, it's tricky, and it's complicated. So, yep, yeah, this is nope, all right. Nope, no, it's not. Nope, can't be. Hey, where's? Hey, it's Stephen Yun again. It's been a while since I've seen him. He's the guy from from the Monkey sitcom, right? Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, Stephen Yeun, as an actor, has had an interesting career. He's he was in Minari, The Humans, both movies I loved, like The Dickens, and he was also. He, and I think he got a start on The Walking Dead. I remember going to my parents and I uh, went into the Museum of the Moving Image. They had a Walking Dead exhibit upstairs, and like. Had a lot of paraphernalia related to the show, and uh, they mm. had um like one of the things they had like that sticks in my mind is um how they carried out um the scene where his character gets killed. Um, they had like they made a life mask of his face and had like a like had like this baseball bat filled with fake blood, mm. and like. And when, like, it hit, um, uh, yeah, it's really, and when they just whacked hit the fake Clover. Face. Clover. And, and so, they, wait, are all these acts named after the horses? Um, 
I I think I I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen it, but uh. So that means that one of the horses is just called Nope, and that's the funniest shit. <laughs> that doesn't. Imp- no. Nope. I mean, nope. I guess. Nope. I mean, I guess they're all named. Here, nope. Here, nope. Come here, nope. Like I I'm going to um. Wouldn't that be a fun thing to name your firstborn child? Nope. I mean, at least it's better than uh, whatever Elon Musk and Grimes named their kid, like... Oh um, my god, yeah. Ash. Oh, um, I, I'm gonna see if I can uh, uh, pronounce that uh, name. Uh... <laughs> X A A X double I like no wait X A A twelve I A twelve which apparently means Kyle or Ash depending on uh, the source. X A A twelve Musk. He's already two years old and the subject of so many memes insulting his name. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens. Like, I'm, I was just thinking of, like, the the whole 47-month-old chain on Tumblr. I'm gonna see if I can, um, find it. Uh... The sole talk about Elon Musk reminds me of his Saturday Night Live appearance as Wario. No, no, we don't Wario. talk about that. We don't talk about Wario. <laughs> but I want to. Talk about Wario. You two can't stop what? me from talking about this. Mm. Who is that person in the dark? You can't have people with um. It's the person in the dark. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a ghetto. Can't believe that Kim and Kanye named their baby Northwest. That's ridiculous. Oh no, I need to pick up my kids, Mikhailika and Ashley, from their water polo practice. And, um, sit like. Who uses a flip phone these days? Yeah, um, that's a good question. That, that's Not like me. baby drug. It's like a baby driver when um, he he uses an iPod. I mean, I mean, it's justifiable because like he's like they can oh my god, it's a and... white person. Oh no! So uh, somebody says, uh, that, "My 19-month-old is named Really, and my 47-month-old is named Rayman Origins." Oh. <laughs> he just punches that alien out. Okay, it's just a kid. There was a girl at my. And we're gonna keep reading this post. There was a girl at my school called Zona because her parents went on a holiday to Spain and saw it and thought it was a nice name. It literally means zone. <laughs> so it turns out the aliens were just a bunch of pranking kids. Wouldn't this be funny if this was the final twist of the movie? And, and somebody says, uh, Yo, I work at a rec center in a rich neighborhood, and these are some real names of white children. Salter, Trig, Lutz, Pocket, 
August spelled A U G H Y S T, Taley, uh, Lotus, Levathan, uh, spelled L E V I A T H I N, and uh, Danielle, who a girl hmm. is spelled like D A N I Y A L. Hmm. Weird names, but okay. Uh, for some reason, Salter sounds like the love child between Saul Goodman and Walter White. <laughs> yeah, it's like the yeah the Portmanteau couple name of Saul and Walter. <laughs> I should I should make a fan cam of those two. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny? It would. Oh. Okay, that that this is a this is a horror movie, all right. Yeah, jump scare. Is it really? So what was that? Was that what was that? Just like a was that just like a praying mantis or something? Yeah. Now she's gonna get jump scared somewhere around here. Hmm. Somebody says we had kids named Pebble and Kale at my school this year. You mean like the Flintstones? Weird. Like, isn't there a kid named Pebble in the Flintstones? Uh, Pebbles. Um, there, there's oh. also a singer named Pebbles, and uh, she had like a hit on like the one of the old American Top 40s, and like Casey Kasem spent some time explaining the Flintstones, not explaining the whole their whole deal. They like how they like obviously Flintstones. Oh, that sounds like it hurts. Yeah. Hmm. This is why you do the stunt coordinator. Yeah, horse. The horse. Uh, and the body double. Hmm. And a stunt double. It's and it's amazing how Jordan Peele worked his way up from like uh, Keen Peele to this. Yeah. And he won an Oscar for his first screenplay, Get Out, and he said in his acceptance speech that he stopped writing it several times, and then he came back to it, and then it won an Oscar, and now he's doing all this strange horror stuff, and... Persistence prevails. Yep. Yeah, just... Get... Just... I... Yeah, just never stop hoping is also the thing. Um, I, I always believed that I would, I, I like even in my darkest moments, I believed that there would some, that someone would like something would some gods would take a chance on me, and then, then I got accepted to film school. I left my boring old job behind. Um, my one no. of my one of my jobs, the the fun job still stays. And, um, then I found all these friends. We made something for our local 48-hour horror film challenge. Yeah, that ha that happened, didn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah, um, Melissa was in one of those movies. Uh, she wasn't in yeah, ours, but, um, like, I showed you, um, like, if you want to look for yourself, it's called, uh, Persecution Complex. Hmm. I'll probably have a link to it in the description. Mm-hmm. And you're on yeah. the crew for this movie? Yeah, I assisted in props. I did a little bit of cinematography. Oh, yeah, we had like nice. no props, I'm gonna be honest. 
Yeah. Holy shit, it's an alien. It's a UFO. Oh my alien is this? Unbelievable. Does this mean the horse is the UFO this whole time? Yes. Uh James Corden is the UFO. No, I mean, he's, Morbius he, is the UFO. No, no, James Corden is fat enough to be a UFO. <laughs> Every time I think of James Corden, I frown a little. Mm. I wouldn't say I die a little, but every time I think of James Corden, I say to myself, I'd rather not. Because you know. would rather not today. Exactly. I have better uses of my time than thinking about this evil man. Jimothy, I love how I just. I love how I just call him an evil man. Medieval man. Wait, 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 wait. We gotta make that into a superhero movie now. Medieval man. Is this what? This is like don't look up, but good. Yeah. Because he's looking up. And maybe it should be called look up. Or just, or like, don't look up. They should just, no, they should, they should, they should just call it don't look up, but good. Yeah, somebody actually said on Reddit, this is my don't look up. I think it was Karsten. Thanks, Karsten. Thank you, Karsten. You have a very good opinion. The very best. Oh, if you look closely at the official Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania poster, you'll see that the see, you'll see the words Ant-Man hidden in the title. This is a subtle hint that this movie might be about Ant-Man. Whoa. Yeah, Whoa. mind blowing, is it? I am shaking right now. Just shook. Just shook. Just shooken. I'm I am giggling, screaming, and kicking my feet right now. This is such a revelation. In Spider-Man 2, Peter Parker has to deliver eight deep dish pizzas. However, the slice shown is thin crust. This is because New York sucks and can't make a decent fucking pizza. That, that is the real reason why Peter Parker was fired. Understandable. Makes 110% change of... You know what? I think I'm just gonna browse shitty movie details as well, because it's fun. Fair we enough. have fun. We have we fun have whenever fun we look at shitty movie Leo details. Mm -hmm. Let's see. In Hercules 2014, there was literally a lion trying to bite off the rock's head throughout the movie, but he wasn't even aware of it. What a dumbass. <laughs> Why did it end with that? Okay, Oh my god, in, in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, a group of friends is killed because while they have the moves, they don't have the touch. And the picture is just a photoshop saying, THE SHANIA TWAINSAW MASSACRE! 
Oh. <laughs> yep. That's... That's... That's just memes. Just silliness. Let's see here. Um... <laughs> I'm trying to find a decent shitty movie detail. Understandable. I'm gonna see, uh... In Freddy vs. Jason, Freddy Krueger resurrects Jason to kill people. Then he's completely surprised Jason is going around killing people, so he wants him dead. This is because Freddy is not a smart man. <laughs> the story of the Kelly Gang was the first multi-real feature-length film, but only 17 minutes of it survives today. This is probably because the missing film was nothing but the worst, most filthy porn anyone could imagine. Attempts to fully restore it are ongoing. <laughs> yes! This, um, I'm going oh, looking wow. up Wreck-It Ralph shitty movie details. In Wreck-It Ralph, <laughs> Ralph states he's 9 feet tall and weighs 643 pounds. According to the CDC, his BMI is 38.8 and therefore is obese. This will eventually lead to a ri higher risk of high blood pressure, diabetes, and high cholesterol from him. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yep. In Wreck-It Ralph, Bad Guy Anon functions similarly to AA and other 12 steps programs. I know this because I've been attending AA myself. And Deborah, if you're reading this, I've changed. Please take me back. Hmm. In The Avengers, Tony Stark wears the t-shirt of the band Black Sabbath. This is in reference to their song, Iron Man, causing many fans to speculate that Iron Man and Tony Stark are the same person. <laughs> what? <laughs> Unbelievable. I never thought of that. In Wreck-It Ralph, Ralph wrecks a bunch of stuff because it fits the name of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, wow. it makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> Um, in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, Karen, I mean Hope, defeats Kang by speaking to his manager. <laughs> oh my god. I, I laughed so hard, except my, my mic never picked it up. I love that. That, that is interesting. <laughs> I would like to speak to your manager. Please, let me speak to your manager. I love it. Who your in season one, in season one of Breaking Bad, Walter White shaved his head and was referred to Lex Luthor as as referred to as Lex Luthor by Jesse Pinkman. This is a reference to the Batman vs Superman actor Jesse Heisenberg. <laughs> oh my! In this scene from Wreck It Ralph, Bowser stirs the beverage in his cup, holding the stirring pin with two fingers. This is a hint towards Bowser being British. Ew. Yeah, okay, yes. The most British Bowser ever. Despite showing most of our favorite websites, Ralph Breaks the Internet does not reference Pornhub. This is because it is a children's movie, you filthy degenerate! Oh, I got one. This trilogy does this trilogy makes zero sense. X XX XXX. Ah. <laughs> uh, and don't we can't forget this prequel Pearl. Uh, Obviously which... not. And That's not the worst uh, I I heard. 
To prepare for his role in Super Mario, Ma- Mario binged all seven seasons of Parks and Rec to make sure he sounded exactly like Chris Pratt. Yeah, at one hour and 51 minutes, the Florida Project is the longest Disney commercial to date. Which is uh, weird, because like, um, I don't want to spoil anything, but um, it's like... I mean, it is set in, like, outside of Disney, in, like, this little motel in Kissimmee. Oh. Like, I would love if we watched it one day. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. Marvel Studios used deepfake technology to superimpose Paul Rudd's likeness from Clueless onto his character Ant-Man. Or maybe not. This Hollywood vampire hasn't aged a day in 30 freaking years. <laughs> Uh, I remember when, like, we, when, like, we, in Newfoundland, we have a town called Tilt Cove. It's the smallest community in Canada. And Marvel decides to promote Ant-Man by sending a billboard. Not like a billboard, not a real billboard, but like a tiny ass billboard. Like, like uh, about the size of, like, um, like, uh, roughly the size of a flip phone. Roughly the size of a cell phone. Um, they, so they send it over to Telco with the promotional tool for Ant Man. So it's like a billboard for ants, basically. Oh wow! It reminds me of that 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 uh, Zoolander uh, joke, where uh, Will Ferrell's character shows uh, Zoolander his. His blueprint for like the uh, school for uh, kids who don't think really good, and then Zoolander chastises uh, Bugatu, uh, Will Ferrell's character, for making the uh, the the model so big that so small that only an ant can fit inside it. <laughs> yeah, I actually uh-huh. remember the um, I actually saw the um, I actually mentioned Look the at- Ant Man thing. Uh, the first podcast episode I was ever on the. Uh, episode i'm sorry for reminding you of that episode because like it brings back bad memories for the for those uninitiated you don't need to go through the entire backstory yeah it was it was the episode on acdc's back in black yeah Hmm. Hmm. in that 70s show they use a current m&m's bag instead of reprinting a retro 1970s design package even though it's like said in the seventies, and I mean it's mm. TV. Uh, actually, it's on uh, TV details. That's not a shitty movie detail. Mm. In Mega Mind, Titan mentions that there is no Queen of England. This is actually true, as England does not exist in this movie. <laughs> Had us in the first half. Not gonna lie. Had us in the first half. So it looks like the yeah. chimpanzee just murdered everyone on set. Yeah. I mean, he did, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, is that just what happened? It was yeah, a flashback it's, to the Gordy. It's, it's they get time, the Gordy incident. The Gordy incident, nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah, where he um. Yeah, so basically, uh, Gordy the chimpanzee got startled by um, a a balloon popping and uh, just went savage and just. Mauled it, mauled almost everybody uh, in this show. So much so that everyone abandoned him. No one called for help. No one, no one thought about uh, detaining the the little ape. I mean, this. 
I mean, this is hot, like a whole, um, it's, it's Holy like shit. a, yeah, it's, this, this is entire, um, it just goes to show, I mean, yeah, you think ch chimpanzees are honestly wonderful creatures because they're our closest animal relatives, but they are dangerous as fuck. Yeah, same, same with them. Has anyone seen that like uh, Planet Earth uh, scene where the 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 rival chimp gangs are fighting each other, and then like the chimp, some of the chimps just start to cannibalize? Yeah. They they cannibalize the young, which is very messed up. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So, and this is why, like, you only use trained animal actors. You remember the whole. Remember that movie that Tippy oh. Hedren did with? Um, it's called Roar. Like it had like. Oh yeah, it was made in like ten years because like there were so many legal troubles. Oh my. Yeah. Um. Oh my God! It's the shoe. So like there's just a bunch of untrained lions like. Estimated over half of the 140 crew members were injured during production, and um, and the director's son uh, was attacked by a lion. But um, like, I mean, he survived, but the result was 56 stitches. 56. Wow! And uh, one lion grabbed Melanie Griffith's hair and wouldn't let go. It's also which made it into the movie. Uh, she got clawed in the face, and she got reconstructive surgery, and some... don't let it get near you, kid. It's gonna hurt. Don't let it go near you. Don't let it go. Near and the cinematographer was um like the guy that directed Speed, uh, Jan de Bond, and he needed two hundred stitches mm. on his ha head as a result of another attack that like scalped him. And he ended up having to co-direct much of the film because the, the director didn't have much experience on an actual film set. Fair. Hmm. Don't grab his hand. Don't grab Gordy's hand, kid. It was just, it was just a fist bump. Don't do it. Don't do it. Bro fist. I didn't know Bro the chip was a PewDiePie supporter. Shit. Yeah. Aww. Poor, poor monkey. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, poor kid. It's an ape. Poor, I'm poor sorry. Kid. I'm I'm sorry. I care I care passionately about the separation between monkeys and apes. Hmm. So, um It looks like that kid is in fond remembrance of that time his favorite chimpanzee went to Brofist him and got shot in the face because he's a PewDiePie supporter. Yeah, um, Oh, by the like, you're yeah, and uh, I mentioned the movie Roar. It was like this cute look. It was billed as this cute little comedy when it first came out. Then it got re-released by Draft House, Alamo Draft House, and um and the, the um the tagline was changed to "No animals were harmed in the making of this film." Seventy cast and crew members were, and the the and they those they were only those were the only ones. Those are only the ones severe enough to uh, require hospitalization, and like minor injuries, like that could um, pat be patched up easily. Um, 
The number was like far higher. Mm. Oh wow, that that is wow. That is <laughs> interesting fact. Well, anyway, that was quite a scene. The Gordy Act. Time for the Lucky Act. And time for some more shitty movie details. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man. Peter Parker commits travel and charging fouls against Flash Thompson in a one-on-one -on -one basketball game. This is an odd to the fact that just because Peter had recently gained superpowers, it doesn't mean he ever learned the rules of base basketball. Yeah, it's movies. Um... <laughs> Interesting. It looks, um. I don't know. For some and reason. And Coraline. Wait, wait. And Coraline, Coraline's father is wearing a Michigan State jersey. This was added by producer Bill Mechanic, who added Michigan State, who attended Michigan State, and knew it would make the father look even more miserable. <laughs> oh? Interesting. Yeah, as, uh. So, you can see the, um. Ricky, the guy from the sitcom, and he, like, we, we know he's never fully moved on from, like, the Gordy incident, and so he's just, so he's attempting to stay relevant. He wants to hide away the pain. He's like the Jordan Peele equivalent of Hide the Pain Herald. Yep. Uh, wait, did you know that Hide the Pain Herald was on, like, the Hungarian version of The Masked Singer? What? Yeah. I mean, he he is Hungarian, so I'm not surprised. I mean, so, uh, I mean, we just saw that his, the actress playing his sister on that show, um, she survived, but, like, her face got mauled. And so she's hiding it behind a veil? Yep. Hmm. She looks like she's undercover with that today. veil. Yeah. Is she going <laughs> to be on the next Mass Singer? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, at, at this rate, at, at this rate, we could see Steven Yun, uh, maybe, because, like, their new format is, allows, like, minor appearances, like, like, two on, two eliminations every week. So, like, the newest episode had um, uh, Gloria Gaynor, and um, oh, she did survive. Yeah, and you know uh, because you know that that song "I Will Survive." Yeah, she did. Yeah, I mean she did. I, I actually found out that that song is like it just kind of refers to like uh, she had an injury, like uh, she had like this injury and like. She was paralyzed from the waist down for a bit, and like so, and then yeah. she um, and she uh, but she survived, and she yeah, turned it and, into a banger. Yeah, and uh, th the other person that got unmasked was uh Mario Cantali, who uh, I had, who was the only person on the Mask Singer this season that I hadn't heard of. What did he do? I mean, he was he's like last week was. Uh, I mean, the newest episode was Andrew Lloyd Webber night, and um, he was in a, like a a corn. He was like a maze costume, like corn. Hmm. Corny. Hmm. 
So, what's going to happen to Lucky the horse in this scene? Wait, his name is Lucky? That's the name of this act, so I'm only going to assume that the horse's name is Lucky. Maybe his name is Glass, because it's stuck in the glass cage. Maybe something really glassy about it. <laughs> hmm. So, what's happening in this scene? What's going to happen to our dear Lucky? What get stabbed? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. He could be adopted by the aliens just because they're like, Okay, I'm reading on Wikipedia here. Um, it says that uh Jupe uh Steven Young's character is gonna use Lucky the horse to lure the UFOs. Yeah. I mean I, I said abduction. My guess was abduction. Hmm. Oh my god. It's the U it's the UFO. Oh no, it's uh... Yay, UFO time! Yep, it's UFO time. I remember when they said it's nope in time, and then they noped everybody. Truly, the movie ever made. Mm -hmm. Nope. Nope. Disagree. It's the. Nope. I agree. Nope. There's a scene where Steven Yun says it's Yun in time, and then he yuns everybody. <laughs> That sounds like a euphemism for come more than anything else we've said. Yeah. <laughs> that that is hilarious. Alright, time to see what happens to Lucky the Horse. Man, I'm I am I'm thirsty for an icy right now. Uh, have you, has anyone ever had Dippin' Dots? Oh, yeah. I never had cactus What are you doing? Don't look up. <laughs> hey, what happened to her lips? Gordy ate her face. Uh, yeah, I, I know what happened to her lips. I was dang. Remember oh, what Adam McKay hat. told you guys. Goodbye Don't hat. look up. Goodbye hat. What a nickel for every time they got people got eaten by a they all got sucked into like a freaking like digestive tract. Oh wow! They got shoved up the UFO's ass for real, for real. <laughs> Giant gaping butthole in the sky eats Californians. <laughs> not hashtag not clickbait. Hashtag help. Hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. So the UFO, I'm assuming, just looks like a giant asshole. <laughs> God. Uh. This feels like I'm. It looks like they're stuck in a bouncy house. I'm sorry. Yeah, it. It's. I can't unsee that it, now. Like, I, I can. I just remember. I now. Now I'm thinking of it. What I'm thinking of is the episode of That's So Raven, where like. Raven crawled into like a display of like the digestive system. I remember and... that episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's probably on like yeah, it's most likely on Disney Plus if you want to check it out. 
and um, there's an uh, and, and then she just had food just like rain down on her. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I forget why she was in there. I think it was to prove a point to Chelsea, probably. I don't know. Possibly, possibly. But anyway, main characters going through the town sees that it's a ghost town now because of the giant asshole uh, UFO. And I mean literally. Asshole UFO. Uh, the, 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 I mean, the we're just at yonder. The scene's on YouTube, um, and I there's an episode. So, like, Raven, Chelsea, and Eddie have been assigned a new science project. Eddie's not so enthusiastic about being assigned Chelsea as his partner, but Raven's excited when she finds out her partner is Jalen, the cap- captain of the football team. Later that day, when Raven is homemaking what to wear while she's studying what with Jalen, she meets her new neighbor, Sierra, after she throws a ball through Raven's window. Sierra is instantly captivated by Raven and compliments her on everything, but Raven is not having time for her, so, so she sends her home. Uh, Sierra keeps coming back to Raven, interrupting her while she's getting dressed for studying and while Jalen is there. Raven loses her cool at Sierra in front of Jalen, causing him to leave early. The next day, Raven and Jalen meet at the museum to look at a stomach and digestive system displayed for their project, but Raven has a vision of Sierra being there as well. She flips out of it, but when she realizes vision has not yet happened, she controls relax and uh, so, uh, have a good time with Jalen. Uh, Anyway, um, long story short. So, um, I, so I guess um, Lucky the Horse really is lucky because he's like the only one aside from the main character to not get sucked into the asshole UFO. Yeah. Anyway, long story short. Long... So, yeah, she, like, Raven uh, ended up somehow getting stuck in the stomach model. Um, oh. Uh, so she finds out that Sierra, no, she like. I mean. She, so now she has no, to find no, a way to get Sierra, her out of it. No, she finds Sierra. No, I, I, I got confused. Sierra went into the stomach model, and then Raven tried to. So she. So so like then Raven finds. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she goes in. Uh, but Raven, but Sierra got out, and then. Raven got splattered with food and water, and then... Wait, why do they have to cut every time it looks like he's going to get sucked into the UFO? I want to see what happens when they get sucked into the UFO. Um, it's... Uh... It's probably going to happen. I'm... Uh... Like, people are obsessed with things they want to see but can't see. Exactly. Yeah, just nothing is it's scarier, kind of, right? Yeah. I actually touched upon this yesterday when I tweeted, does anyone remember that show, Booba? I remember. I remember when I was like five and I analyzed each shot of an episode to see if those fuckers had any sort of mouths. To no avail, I might add. Yeah. This goes to show, people are obsessed with what they want to see but can't see because it's obscured or hidden by something. Or it's just out of shot. Yeah, that's basically it. This, this... I don't mean to go too philosophical here, but this is, I, I think this is also, like, a reason why so many people have fetishes 
because they're obsessed with what they want to see, but they can't see it because it's hidden or obscured from them. By this logic, I have a booba mouth fetish. Oh. This is the only time that sentence will ever be said. Uh, yeah, or even make sense. I it only makes sense to me because I'm I'm the only one in this uh, group who knows what booba is. Fair, but it still can make sense if you know what it yeah. is. Let me just show you a picture of the booba and so you can understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because I don't I don't want to be the crazy person in the room. And just so it's clear I do not have a booba mouth fetish. <laughs> but by that logic it sounds like it for some reason. Anyway, that this is a booba. Tell me you're not interested in knowing what its mouth looks like. I don't know if they even have mouths. But uh, I should mention Booba is from the creators of Teletubbies, which uh, has a reboot uh, incoming, which is not oh, yeah. going to be as good because they ruined the sun baby! They ruined the precious sun baby, for God's sake. Uh, so it's it, look, and now, it looks like they they poorly photoshopped the sun baby, like a baby's face onto like a, a template of the sun rising, and that's both infuriating and the funniest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, like it, it feels it, fake. It, it feels like yeah, yeah, it just yeah. Feels Um, Looks like the UFO's attacking. Yeah, it was raining their blood. It was raining, raining. everybody's blood. They digested him. So, like, um, I actually reviewed... So, uh, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. The UFO... So, let me get this straight. The UFO... Uh, it... It sucks up all the people and digests them and then it shits out their blood. Yeah, that's... Why do it eat... It eats the bones, for some reason. It's weird. And it's yeah, spitting I mean... out... It's spitting out all the unwanted things, like owl pellets. Yeah. Hey, actually... we're gonna have a lot more houses now. That's free. That has keys to it. I that actually reviewed, um, Nope, thusly on Letterboxd. If I had nickel for every time 40 people were sucked into a giant alien monster's digestive tract, and their blood rained over Daniel Kaluuya's house, I'd have one nickel. Which isn't a lot, <laughs> but it's weird that it happened even once. Because... No kidding. <laughs> this reminds me of that Slayer album, Rain and Blood. Oh my god, have you ever seen Raining Lobsters, which is a mashup with, um... It mashes up, like, that song with Rock Lobster. Uh, no, but I love how the UFO is raining specifically on this one house. Like, this is the only house that deserves to get shat, blood shat on. <laughs> yeah! That is... That is it's hilarious. Like a... It's just like, I sense people left that coming out. Slay 52's... Wait, 
Sure, sorry. You, you go on. No, I finished. No worries. Go ahead. Um, so, uh, Slay 52's Raining Lobsters by Bill McClintock. The name sounds familiar. No, it's not. He's not related to Bill Clinton. I know, but... <laughs> Billy Ive. I, I don't know. Hmm. I, I never heard of it. Uh, he's yeah. one of those mashup artists that, that like, that wanted a piece of Neil Ciceriga's pie. Let me see what uh, some of their other um, hmm. other um. Well, it looks that. like the rain stopped finally. Yay! So, let me see. I can't wait. Is... It looks looks like he can't wait to get out of his car and. Feel the fresh smell of just uh the fresh smell Human of recently blood. poured blood. Hmm, here's some blood. of his um some of Don't his, look up, you're gonna hole. Some of his other some of Bill McClintock's other mashups. The Megatalica sisters, master of the neutron dance of destruction. Mm-hmm. Um Viva La Psycho by Coldplay and Slipknot. Viva La Psycho. We got it, guys, guys, guys. I think we missed a big title drop. Yep. Yeah. He opens the door, he sees the asshole, he closes the door and goes, Nope. Yeah. Well, nope, we haven't. I think he realized what movie he's in. Nope. Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps. If you want to breathe my sulfur, spice not. Well. Oh. Is that Lucky? Um, Lucky, is that you? Uh, Lucky, if you're still alive, talk to me. Oh, is it like a... I think that's a fake horse. I think it's a it could be a fake horse. Okay. Okay, at least Lucky is still alive. Yeah. I think. Lucky is just being very lucky. Mm. Hopefully. Alright, that's a cool shot. Oh, cool, the lights are coming back on. Yeah, this, this, this one yeah, has that was, some that looks like a fake shots. horse. Oh, Bill McClintock made the... um. All I want for Christmas, beautiful people mashup. Hmm. And who uh, did beautiful people? Ah, uh, Marilyn Manson. Hmm. But uh, for to me, the greatest rendition of "All I Want for Christmas Is You" will always be Toad's version. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Oh, and uh. Tying it back to this movie, uh, Toad, in the Super Mario movie, he will be voiced by Keegan-Michael Key. Key is, uh, Jordan Peele's partner in Key and Peele. Jordan Peele directed... Nope. And, uh, it would be funny if Jordan Peele made a cameo in that movie. The Mario movie. Like... <laughs> he just, uh, he appears as, uh... No, he, uh, he appears as, uh... 
as uh, Toad's uh, uh, somewhat unhinged brother who likes to make horror movies. <laughs> uh, wait, I just had a I like I I recently had a scary thought. There are probably more cameos in Oppenheimer that we don't even know about. So Jordan Peele could theoretically be an Oppenheimer. John C. Riley could be an Oppenheimer. Uh, Kiki Palmer could be an Oppenheimer. Uh, guys, I, I didn't want to tell you this, guys, but I actually do have a two-second cameo in Oppenheimer. <laughs> Schrodinger's Oppenheimer. I'm the guy, uh, like, halfway in the movie when the when the bomb's about to go off. I'm the guy that goes... The bomb's right behind me, isn't it? And then the bomb blows up. Uh, I'm the person who I'm the type of person who will not tell you. It's just like there's a bomb right behind you, and then I'm just like, I won't figure it out. And then it's just like, oh, oh that's a that's a bomb that everyone explodes. I play. <laughs> I mean, I'm I I'm the guy that like Alex Wolf had an affair with in like secretly in like probably a deleted scene oh my god the ufo was there the whole time waiting waiting to suck you up and then digest you and just rain your blood yeah. all over daniel kaluuya's house ah you had to see your ah, you see a eureka what was, moment what was that what was that flashback He's gonna, what was it it was the it was when like they shine a light in the horse's face and so, like, so they're gonna shine a light up the horses, up the UFO's asshole. Uh, I guess. Okay. Apparently. Hmm. Oh, sunglasses at night. That song bops. It is a good song. It is a really good song. Yeah, I I, like the, the Jean Jacket remix. Huh? Uh, is, is like, the world is ending and he's just wearing VR goggles. Love it, love it. What, how else would you want the world to end? Without VR goggles? He's playing Oculus Rift. Ha uh, like, ha have any of you ever heard Rangers, of Beat Saber? One, two, three. Oh, yeah. uh, no. Whenever I hear the song, oh no, oh no, 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 no I think no, of this no. chart. I think of like a Beat Saber chart where like a bunch of impossible patterns. That was sampled off of Under the Boardwalk, right? Um, actually, it was some another song called Walking on the Sand. Oh, right. Well, remember Walking in the Sand. I, I knew it was one of those songs that the Beach Boys covered on their awful album, Summer in Paradise. I just had the wrong one. Uh, remember like, Walking in the Sand. Uh, like, how did I get those two confused? I am, so, I am oh so ashamed my. of myself. Yeah, at least you at least he didn't confuse the white stripes with the black keys again. Fair, fair. So, um, so, um the, the definition of pain and suffering in Beat Saber. Yeah. Exactly. True. Hmm. Very true. Beat Saber is like a really hard. So, no, like, um those, the, It like turns the... out wait, so wait, 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 wait. I just read on Wikipedia that this is not a UFO, but in fact is an alien that looks like a UFO. Yeah. Oh, makes perfectly perfect sense. 
Yeah, I that just explains wanna... why there's there are like no there's no one inside it. It's just like a a giant digestive tract. A giant gaping butthole in the sky that eats Californians. That was the original title for this movie. <laughs> yep, and then it got shortened to Nope. I'm I'm adding that to the lore. No, nope. the original. Um... No, wait. Yo, the yeah, the original uh, title for this movie that Jordan Peele was working on was called. Giant butthole in the sky eats Californians, but the executives, they didn't like it. One of them even said, nope. And then Jordan said, I like that better. Uh, love it. Love it. It's Best a much reason. more, it's a, it's a much more vague, uh, title. And I, and I like that. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. You do you. Yep. Okay. The original title of Nope was Giant Gaping Butthole in the Sky is Californians. Uh, which, uh, is, like, it, it's, like... Um, actually, amazing. um, I, it, actually... It only... Uh, it's amazing. It, this, the budget for this movie is $68 million, but its box office is $171.4 million. That's... Yeah. That's impressive for, um, like, that's quite impressive for a non-Marvel movie, or a, something that's True. not an IP, but a completely original story. Anyway, mm -hmm. you want to know who said, uh, Giant Gaping Butthole in the Sky is Californians? Jordan Peele himself? Uh, I mean, I mean, the, it, it dates back to, like, a review, a letterbox review from 24 Frames of Nick, from the YouTube channel 24 Frames of Nick. Oh, I, I yeah, I know that guy. I mean, I, I don't know him personally, but I, I've watched his content many a times. People, I have been exposed to him. Yeah. You know, this episode has become a little less boring after talking to you guys about all these topics. Yeah, like... I agree, I agree. Yeah, tangents are fun. Yeah, they they make the time go faster. Um, there's about um, half an hour left. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is a long movie. This is a long movie. <laughs> yeah, too. And I get to spend it with my two adopted sisters. Um, oh. I mean, uh, two adopted sisters minus Riley. Yeah, of course, minus so, Riley. Minus, yeah. minus Riley. Mm -hmm. oh. We love you, Riley. So, I think I met Riley like once. I mean, yeah, you we you've been on two podcast episodes with her. Um, I think it was two. Uh, you were on the Stranger, and uh, yeah, and you were just on the Who Sell Out yesterday. Yeah, yeah, okay, where you got to well. witness the glory of Heinz baked beans. <laughs> and you two were uh with me for like the Super Mario trailer reaction. Yeah, um, we were. Also, can I just say I love this. The vinyl collection these guys are boasting. Mm, 
Ah, uh, I also see he has a poster for the movie Buck and the Preach Preacher, which is was directed by the late Sidney Poitier. Um, and Sidney, Sidney Poitier, Sidney Poitier lasted a while, didn't he? Yeah, it was. I mean, he was like, like he was around in like the golden age. He was like one of the one, he was like one of the few African Americans to win like the Best Actor Oscar. Like the newest being Will Smith, even if so, the moment was like sullied by him slapping Marty on stage because he made fun of Gloria. Uh, Oscar the Shark Slayer slaps Marty because he made fun of Gloria. <laughs> yep, that's how DreamWorks. That's how um, that's how DreamWorks works. This is how we can turn this uh, harrowing moment on live TV into meme material. Yeah, that new Madagascar Shark Tale crossover is looking wild. <laughs> well, fun things for sure. We are never going to have a Madagascar 4 after this incident. Fair. I mean, I didn't think, I didn't think we I would be getting them. a Madagascar 4 anyway, because, like, the three, three close off their uh, story pretty well. Exactly. But, you know, exactly. studios... They want they want nostalgia appeal because that brings in money. Mm. Well, what does that mean? I mean, I was talking about like the horse just staring at the balloon man going up. What does it mean? Mm, maybe the horse is the alien. Perhaps. Mm. Mayhaps. Maybe it represents that all horses horse, the horses horses see humans as wacky wavy inflatable arm flailing tube men. Perhaps. Perhaps. This movie really makes you thunk. Yep, it makes you thunk. Kind of in a in a way that hereditary makes you think, but uh, hereditary doesn't make you depressed every time you think about it. Oh, um, speaking of hereditary, I meant to say this earlier, but um, so this radio station I listened to, they were talking, they've been talking a lot about like a poll that determined the scary this like they these people determined the scariest movies ever made according to science and hereditary came in at number five nice. and they said um they said like oh. like the the host um the radio host had watched all the top 10 movies uh, or, or the top five movies and said um like um hereditary like he 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 couldn't tell any tell us what it was about because he didn't even know couldn't even understand what it was about. Uh, makes it's one, of, it's one of those mind warp movies. Yeah. And you want to know what the number one movie on that poll was? I'm just going to test the shot in the dark, The Exorcist. No, it was like, a, it was like this. Part. It was like a movie that came out a couple years ago. It's called Host. And it's like, I think it's about like, uh, it's out, like, I, it was like it. I think it's like a, about a Zoom meeting. Ah, uh, yes, Zoom. The scariest thing ever. 
We're just zooming through this, aren't we? Six friends hire a medium to hold a seance via Zoom during lockdown, but they get far more than they bargained for as things quickly go wrong. When an evil spirit starts invading their homes, they begin to realize they might not survive the night. Jean Jacket, my favorite horse. Well, actually, Jean Jacket's the 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 alien. Why are they naming the alien Jean Jacket? I don't know, because he kind of looks like cloth. Huh. Okay. Understandable. Understandable, have a nice day. Yeah. Oh, that's right, you're gonna crank out the vinyl, baby! Hmm. Alright. So, um... I feel like another movie that would probably be on that list is the is the, like that movie Nick mentioned a couple times. It's like a, about like a an orgy of girls or something. Hmm? I forget what it's called. But Nick has said it's like one of the most fucked up movies he's ever seen. Oh, climax! Climax, Gaspar Noy. Climax. Yeah. It's, it's an A twenty four movie. It, it's. I mentioned this as far back as uh, Rock of Ages Samstown episode, um, like because like because the, there was a um, A24 put out a hundred copies of the movie on VHS, and like it, they sold out pretty quickly, and I can't find them anywhere, and hmm. it's it's my it's my holy grail. As, um, I hate everything said about Climax. I genuinely have no idea how to assign a numerical value to this. <laughs> See some more, uh... Balloons! Balloon guys! Wait, 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 I'm playing too, man! And, oh, um, Nick said, uh... Nick said on Letterboxd, See, this is why I'm not a party person. Yep. And Karsten Runquist said, uh, I need to grow up and just accept that this is my favorite movie. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and um, I was... Uh, uh, Karsten recently put out a video about um, airplane movies. Not not like movies set on an airplane, but movies you watch on the airplane during flights. Hmm. Like and uh, so he's in the video. He like he determined the factors of what makes a good airplane movie, and uh, he said um, stuff like um, this. Like he he had recently watched Gone Girl. And he thought, um, you know, like, he, like when it got to like a certain scene, he, um, like, he realized uh, it was a bad airplane movie. If any of you have seen Gone Girl, which I haven't, you probably know the one. I know uh, Ben Affleck, uh, that girl. Uh, I forget which girl it is. Rosamund Pike. Yeah, that girl.
and um, so I so it reminded me of when I saw um, I saw several movies on during my flights to and from New York recently. I mean, mm. I watched Worst Person in the World, and like I I watched after Yang, and like I couldn't like the screen was like glaring, and but like this. The colors were dark in the movie. The screen was glaring, and like I didn't have subtitles on, and the 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 air and the engine was going, so like I could barely get it, barely understand what was what was going on. Luckily, we had Showtime in our hotel, so um, we watched it then, so I could really yeah. understand everything. Yeah, and it's actually I really I, good. I, 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 uh, yes, Andrew. Um. I don't really watch a lot of movies on an airplane, but I do know, like, one time when we were flying to and from Minnesota, my my mom watched Raya and the Last Dragon, bless her heart. And uh, that that one uh, movie that was released, like, last year about a rural uh, American town. It's not Minari. It's this other, like, movie. I, I completely forget what it's called. Nomadland? Is that it? Prob Nomadland? Yeah, probably. Perhaps. Let me search it up and see if it is. Okay, good news, it is. Yeah! For some, re for some reason I thought it starred uh, Winona Ryder, but instead it stars Francis McDormand. Yeah, and, um... Yeah, one of the... I was just thinking, um... Uh, yeah, I kind of lost my train of thought. Um, Mood. This is what happens when you do good tangents, I guess. Yeah. Um, so he said, like, uh, in the video, uh, Karsten said, uh, family movies are, um, like, uh, family movies with their bright colors uh, are ideal v watches for airplanes because, like, you, you can, un and uh, you can, like, get an inkling of what's going on. Um, one of the other movies I watched on the plane was like in the eve in like the late evening and it was uh Come on Come on which is uh black and white this time I remembered to put the subtitles on and uh so I could understand all the dialogue despite the plane and like it it's actually one of my fav one of my top 10 favorite movies of the decade so far Nice. Oh. What's it called again? Come on, come on. With Joaquin Phoenix. Hmm. The Joker baby? Whenever I hear come on, come on, I think of the Sheryl Crow album. Yeah. Oh, wow. The one that has come on, come on, Steve McQueen, Soak Up the Sun. Oh, I love Soak Up the Sun so much. It, like, yeah. It's one of my favorite songs. It's such a... It's such a summer song. Yeah, it's like, eh, eh, like I actually like I actually feel like saying do not cite the deep dad magic to me, which I was there when it was first written. So <laughs> they're trying to prove the existence of Jean Jacket who evades cameras. As Jean was, Jacket, my beloved. As it was like established like because, like, he had the whole... Remember the whole Eureka moment he had where, like, um... You remember the horse, like... That yeah. got freaked out by the... The spotlight? Yeah. Yeah. Oh? 
So this, so Jean Jacket is just a giant horse. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. Um, wait. <laughs> oh, they're all deflating. Why are they all sad? Uh, yes. Because they're sad getting... because the movie's almost over. Yeah, it's getting really late. They're sad because it's really late here, and uh, I, I, I've established many, many, many times before on both of our podcasts that uh, I have a love-hate relationship with um, our time zone. I mean, we get the sunset first, but um, it's just so yeah, everything else that... first as well. Yeah, mm. and we. Yeah, we like we um. Yeah, and you just missed it. Yeah, and we actually um. I mean, when like when we have a baby like born at the stroke of midnight, like they get on New Year's Eve, on New Year's Day, um, like they get like free diapers for a year because they were the first baby born in Canada in the year twenty XX. You could say that for any baby, honestly. This yeah. baby was born on New Year's Day. I deserve free diapers. Like uh, at the stroke for my of child, like, obviously. Like, like, like babies born literally at the stroke of midnight. Like three, two, baby. I mean, we get like a thirty-minute time buffer as well, which is. I think. Don't uh, look up. Labrador, oh no! Don't I look think up. Labrador has that. Uh, 30 minute difference for time zone, but you can do fly on Labrador, same thing. But besides that, everything else is just one and a half hours. Don't look up. Yeah, it's... Yeah. And yeah, I... I've established before that I... I'm, I've never... Like, I, I like to see, like, what the West Coast is like. It's like they're probably like five and a half hours ahead of us. Like, mm. oh yeah, me originally going to go to try to do Vancouver fam school. Mm, but um, I um, I, think, uh, mm. this, this is pretty cool. Um, yeah, this is a this this came this uh transition from a. Horror thriller to a uh, action thriller in ten seconds flat, and I'm all for it. Yeah, like an epic scheme. What are they? Involving a bunch of wacky, waving, inflatable arms, like two men, and some, and the plan. That's a lot of deaths, though. Yep. They have to use, like, drones for these shots sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm. I was a bit, uh, concerned because the, uh, the movie, uh, freezed on me for, like, a couple seconds. I was afraid that my computer lost connection, but nope. Uh, nope. it's just a thing. Like a kind of thing. Man. Uh, oh, I, oh, like uh, jeans. Want to see a jean skull? Call it's a uh, Joel. 
Uh, a schoolmate of denim with a zippered mouth. Alas, poor Jork. I knew him. Joratio. <laughs> it's just a. Wow. And his mouth is just a zipper. So did they get the footage of the uh, of uh, jean shorts? No, not yet. Um, oh. but, but, they, but they were pointing the camera at him. I mean, I, I don't. He just kind of evaded the camera. They should have been recording this instead of taking pictures. Recording is a much more efficient way exactly. of capturing something. Yeah. You get like twenty-three point nine eight frames per second. Is this the secret Aesop of this movie that recording and movies are better than pictures? Perhaps. Man. This is a very interesting movie. Yeah, it's one of those. Um, actually, um, also, um, I, I, I just innocently decided to look up like a, a compilation of people going to the Minions movie in suits, the gentle Minions trend, and one of the people who made a TikTok of themselves, um. Going to the Minions movie in, in a suit is Kevin Chamberlain, better known as Bertram, Bertram. from Jesse. Yeah, Bertram, beloved. What was the context again? He went to see the Minions movie in a whole in a full ass suit. My hero. That is uh, that may not be something that Bertram would do, but I'm glad he did it as as himself. Yeah. Bertram is my beloved. He is the best character, one of the best characters in Disney Channel history. Of course, aside from Dr. Bennett James, world-renowned child psychologist. <laughs> yep. From true peak fiction. He's, oh, I see what he's doing. He's sacrificing himself. Uh, he's going up the, the asshole. Good for him. And then the... And then the film burns up. Good, good job wasting it. Well... That. Oh, that's not. Okay. Well, look at that. The uh, the UFO just burped. This is what happens when you chew your food too fast, buddy. Okay. So, Andrew, um, you gonna watch? Uh, <laughs> are you gonna watch? Don't hug me. I'm scared. Soon. If it's readily available to me. I mean, the whole video is like the whole, the whole. Um, I mean, the, there are compilations of all the six original episodes and all the six new episodes. Okay, then I'll probably check it out. I um, mean, there you can easily find. Uh, I mean, there's a compilation of all the parts of the original "Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared" videos, and somebody called compiled all the episodes of the Channel 4 series as well. Hopefully it's not region locked. So, uh, oh you, you can probably d uh, download it and uh, so it doesn't get um, copyright claimed while you're watching the it on YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's just incredible. And uh, you should also make time to watch uh, Everything Everywhere all at once. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. I've been meaning to see that in its theatrical run, but I never did, and I feel stupider because of it. Yeah, one of the... What, it's, it's one of those peak fiction moments. Like, Enda... If it, like, it would be pretty cool if it won Best Picture. I mean, Parasite won Best Picture over, like, a, over, like, some, like, highly, some, like, over, like, high favorites, like, 1917 and Joker. Yeah. And, um... So, at this moment, only one person hasn't been shooed up the alien's asshole yet? Um, two, only two people. Uh, the brother and sister? Yep. Yeah. I mean, actually, he... I, like, he okay, he's still survive. alive. Good. But, kind of. So... Survive of walking. Hmm. Uh, I... God bless all those people who make, uh, original ideas. Like, like... They're the best. Yeah, just... He's whole... right behind me, isn't he? I mean, I mean, everything everywhere all at once is a lock for best original screenplay. It's like for being the most original screenplay. Like, and it would be cool if it won best picture over like Spielberg. And yeah. uh, just, just like there's there's a lot of directors. Um, hmm. I guess. Um, so wait, is is uh. Is Gene Shorts eating up all the wacky inflatable f- waving foil army and the tube men? Oh, I've been wi- I've just kind of been missing out on it. Um, so, like, let's see what, um... Oh, so, um, let's see who had movies this year. Um, uh... Oh, uh, so, wait, 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 wait. So, is that the, is that, uh, Gene... What's his name again? Gene Jacket. The, the... Is that was that Jean Jacket's true form right there? Yep. Um, so it's a giant paper squid. Yep. Weird. So like, uh, there's there's a lot of um, established filmmakers who made like movies this year. Um, uh, Damien Chazelle made Babylon, uh, which is gonna be in wide release in like at the start of the new year. Cool. But, uh... Uh, it's getting late. The Knives Out sequel and uh, The Woman King and uh, by Gina Prince Blythewood and uh, Sarah Polly's movie Woman Talking. Uh, Noah Baumbach's White Noise. George Miller's Three Thousand Years of Longing. Hmm. Um, wow. And- I'm the only one paying attention right now. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm I just... think so. Yeah. This is. It I looks just... like a. It looks like a giant ship. Also. True. Hmm. No. So. Um... You know that's. It's not no. It's nope. You just you wasted a perfectly good title drop. And oh. So brother. I mean the the guy already did a good title drop, like earlier. Yeah. Is it... was... I guess Lucky isn't gonna be so lucky, because now he's gonna get eaten by the giant squid jean jacket yeah. ship guy. 
Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, okay, I'm feeling bored. I've already seen this movie. I just want to put on one hour silence occasionally broken by Spongebob. No, 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 I'm invested. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll leave you, um, I'll leave you to your work. So it looks like Hero Boy is going to sacrifice himself to the giant space vagina. <laughs> oh, there's a thing. Yep, he's got to. Yep, and its mouth looks like a bunch of party streamers. Yep. So, like. Why does it look like a bunch of party streamers? I have because no idea. Yeah. Wacky waving inflatable arm flying too, man. You're back. Just take a picture. It's not like it's gonna hurt you. Look how big it is. There's no way it could hurt you if it's that big and gentle. This is pretty climactic, I must say. It's an epic. It's real epic. I, I, I can totally see why Riley left this movie. Like, Oh epic. yeah, definitely. Now she's... And we're back in the town. In the amusement park. In like, the little Jupiter's claim. Oh! Um, so, so, so what was... Question, what did Gordy have to do with this movie, by the way? Because, um, it, because, like, it's, okay, they were selling, they were giving, like, from my understanding, they were giving one of the horses to, um, they were loaning one of their horses to, um, to Jupe's, um, horses for Jupe, who, uh, never got over the tragedy of the Gordy's home incident. Mm. And, like, so, like, there's actually an analysis video that where it just where it says that the true villain of Nope was like the concept of spectacle, like because he was just kind of just he was just trying a, to capitalize that... on he was just trying to capitalize on like his trauma to stay relevant. That's a very good uh, antagonist. Hmm. Goodbye, flying balloon man. We hardly knew ye. Hmm. So there's a this is a video by Thomas Flight. It's called "The Real Villain of Nope." The real villain of Nope is the word. Yep. The real villain of Nope is the friends we made along the way. <laughs> so by the way, as of this writing, uh, Jupiter's claim is like is a set on the Universal Backlot tour. And, um, and, um, mm -hmm. yeah, and, uh, so, so, and Riley got to see it, as she mentioned, uh, during the, um, during Licorice Pizza. Oh, wow. Maybe, maybe the alien is Gordy reincarnated, and it's looking for that small Asian kid it knew, 
And it thinks that this balloon is that. Makes sense. Could be. But that's just a theory. A gay theory. Oh, watch this theory. That's just a theory. A gay theory. Oh, Isaiah. <laughs> like, that reminds me of, like, Isaiah's, um... Isaiah made a Hunger Games sim event. Like, player 1 pops a balloon. A nearby chimpanzee becomes enraged and attacks player 2 and player 3. I love that. Hmm. This is a very nice way to incorporate the Wishing Well picture uh, booth into the finale. Yeah, foreshadowing, baby. Foreshadowing what? Like, it, it, like that, like the Wishing Well in the beginning is like, uh, uh, no, it's a Chekhov's gun. Or if you want to get. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, that's the trope I was thinking of. Or if you want to get real technical about it, Buford's canoe. Mm -hmm. Yep, got it. She got it. And now she's now we watch as uh, he eats the he attempts to eat the balloon. And then he realizes it was a fake. No, uh, not exactly, but. And now, oh no, is is Jean Jacket gonna blow up? Yep, he blew up. Yes. Jean no. Jacket! No! <laughs> I mean, no! We no. hardly knew ye. Yeah, she did. Uh, she saved us all from, like, getting eaten. But at what cost? Yeah. I've won, but at what cost? Because isn't her has her brother been digested yet? Mm. Is that up to interpretation? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just I'm gonna guess like at the end, uh, Lucky the horse comes back, but he doesn't. Lucky is just exactly lucky. Exactly what, but... Lucky is just very, very lucky. It's in his name. No. So, um, yeah, it's. That movie's what just she winding looking? down. Yeah, as all good movies do. Yeah. I remember. Man. I would kind of look like that if I just blew up an alien. He's back for some reason, or maybe he managed to evade he's, the. He's back because he survived. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So when I 
so before I reveal, um... Nope. The, before I reveal the next movie, I just want to say, like, my original plan was to do The Dead Don't Die, but I wanted Nick to be around for that one, because Iggy Pop is in it. Ah, uh, Iggy. So, I... Wait, did you, did, did you say Nick? Yeah. Uh, I thought you meant Riley. Um, yeah, I, because yeah, you know, Nick Iggy Pop will not yeah. be out. Um, because R Riley, um, Iggy Pop, that's Riley's game right there. Yeah, same. Yeah, and um, but continue. And I wanted to. I also um, I was, I I I settled for something that was made uh in town. And it, in the hopes that some of my film kid friends will join me, um, it's a hmm. this is another horror movie. It's called Closet Monster. Hmm. The director oh. of that movie, um, he recently directed the Queerest Folk reboot. Hmm. Which is I wonder what that movie's about. I wonder. I I I do know, however, that it's not about a closet monster. That's just too obvious. Exactly, exactly. I wonder what it could be about. All right. I guess we'll have to wait next time. Yeah. All I'm right. Closet Monster. Oh. I mean, the podcast. All right. Thank you. Nope.